Hello everyone and welcome to God Save the Queers, episode 4. Uh, to preface this, I'm just going to say that this is the fifth time I've tried to record it because Grayson will literally not stop walking around the room and he keeps meowing and making a shit ton of noise so if you hear a little bell or meows, just know that it's Grayson and know that I've tried everything within my power to stop this from happening and it's still happening so you might end up hearing a cat. Um, so the, today's episode is not going to be like other episodes. Uh, basically, I'm not going to talk about a person, but I want to talk about a topic that I think is very relatable and relevant, especially to trans people. Uh, my experience will probably specifically relate to trans men, and the topic is body dysmorphia, dysphoria, and disordered eating. So trigger warning, we're going to be talking about eating disorders, so if that triggers you, stop listening right now. Um, so from my experience... I definitely had an eating disorder when I was younger, probably started when I was about 12, when I started going through puberty, and I wouldn't say that it was like anorexia or bulimia by definition, but I, I did a thing where like I would eat, but I would only eat like 1,200 calories a day, like I would count like every grape that I ate, like it was that bad like I would literally sit there and like weigh out my food and make sure I didn't eat over like 1200 calories or else I would like have to not eat the next day or something and then I would work out like a fiend like I would work out for like six hours a day and then so it ended up being like I was getting negative calories and losing a bunch of weight and at my worst I was five foot six and 86 pounds uh, and I was playing sports and I was a goalie in soccer which is like so dangerous because you're constantly falling on the ground, constantly getting hit, and I was a fucking skeleton, so um, it was not healthy at all. And at the time, I thought I was really healthy, and you know, thinking back on it, I really believe that that stemmed from me feeling really dysphoric about the way that my body was going through puberty. Because I remember specifically, I was always the oldest person on every soccer team because um, my birthday is at the end of August. And, like, the cutoff date, the way it works out, I'm always just too young. September 1st is when the next, um, like, round of teams go. So I would be on the older team, but I'm, like, a week too young. So I was always, like, the oldest person on my team. And because of that, I started going through puberty before everybody else. And I remember I would run around the field, like, holding my shirt out like this because I didn't want anybody seeing my boobs. I hated them. I, like, didn't know... I literally remember, like, when I first started getting boobs, I, like, felt my chest, and I told my mom I thought I had cancer. I was like, I think I have a tumor. <laughs> but it was boobs. Um, and that's really when everything started. I wanted to be, like, as skinny as possible because I hated having wide hips. I hated, like, having curves. I hated the way that my fat was being displaced. So I was like, I'm just going to be really skinny, and that won't happen. And it worked, but it was really unhealthy, and it got to the point where I was, like, peeing out protein in my urine, and, like, that's a horrible sign that, like, your kidneys are basically, like, your muscles are eating themselves because you're not giving your body enough food, basically. And that's kind of when I knew that I had to stop. Here comes Grayson, so if you hear a bell, it's the man himself. Um... And that kind of went on for a while until I finally realized, like, I had to stop or I was going to really be in serious trouble. And 
I was able to manage it if I worked out enough. And I had this mentality where, like, if I work out today, then I'm allowed to eat. But if I don't work out today, then I can't eat today. Which is a very unhealthy way to think. And I don't think like that anymore. Uh, I still struggle with eating disorder type things sometimes. But now my eating disorder is more like I'm afraid to undereat because of how skinny I used to be and how unhealthy I was that I will sometimes overeat because I'm like, did I eat enough today? And then I'll just eat a bunch because I'm like, okay, now I know I ate enough today. So I still think about food sometimes, but it's nowhere near as much. And I'll say for any trans people going through the same thing, a thing that really, really helped me was actually going on tea. Immediately helped. Like, I went on tea and... One of the first things you notice, besides the voice change, is that your body fat will start redistributing and the muscles will grow. When I was younger, I always wanted to be muscular. I wanted to have visible abs, and I wanted, like, I wanted to be big, but, like, I wanted to gain weight, but not gain fat. And tea will immediately help you with that, like, just by taking it. You don't even have to work out. Um, That's just, like, the nature of having testosterone in your body. You will get more muscle, and you will have less fat. If you, you know, unless you eat a bunch of food and then get fat. But, like, if you maintain your current habits and don't change anything, you will get more muscle and you will probably lose fat. And you'll definitely have fat displacement. So, in um, pe- in people who are born female, your fat tends to, because of the estrogen levels in your body, your fat tends to gather around your hips and your butt. But in people with more testosterone, it the fat will shave off from your thighs and your butt and everything, and it'll come to your stomach. So um, that's something to note. But for me, that was immediately just taking tea made me feel less self-conscious, and it was easier for me to build muscle, and I would work out, and I would see immediate changes. It wouldn't take, like, forever. I used to work out six hours a day and do a 1,000 sit-ups every day just to have a little bit of abs, and now I do maybe, like... I work out maybe three times a week, like at home workouts, and I have more muscle now than I ever had. And I, if I was working out now, the way that I was back then on T, I would literally be like a bodybuilder. <laughs> so, that's saying a lot. Um, but that definitely helped me, and I've noticed too that even if I'm not as in great of shape, or if I eat junk food, or if I even have a little bit of extra fat, I don't feel as bad about it. Like I don't get as bad dysmorphia. So to anyone who's experiencing this, I would recommend, I mean, seeing a therapist for sure, that definitely helped me. Um, because, you know, it's, it's clearly like there's something going on where you need to talk about it. and maybe, maybe you are experiencing this and you just don't know it yet. Talking about it will help you figure out what that is. Maybe it's not gender dysphoria. Maybe you have something else that's, that's making you feel... Uh, body dysmorphia and talking it out with a therapist might really help so no matter what I recommend seeing a therapist if you're having this kind of issue and then two if you are willing to start hormones or if you've been considering starting hormones and you have this issue um, I think at least for me it worked wonders so I would definitely give it um, some thought and talk to your doctor about it Uh, if you have any questions about testosterone or how to go about talking to your doctor about it, 
please let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you the steps that I went through and give you pointers and maybe even help you try to research stuff in your area. I have some free time on my hands, so anything I can do to help, just let me know. And if you have similar experiences and want to talk about it, I'm always here to talk. So you can follow me at God underscore save underscore the underscore queers underscore podcast on Instagram. DM me there and I'd love to chat. So thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe and look forward to a couple new episodes coming out. And I'm also going to have some guests soon. And I'm going to be covering a lot of black queer artists and just historical black figures for uh, Black History Month. So look forward to that. I have some pretty cool ones lined up. I'm going to try to get six episodes out during Black History Month. If you have any recommendations, I'd love to hear them. I'm always open to researching new people and not just the mainstream people that everyone knows about. So if you know any obscure queer artists or anything that you want to hear more in depth about, hit me up. All right, thanks everybody. Stay safe. Have a beautiful week.